welcome to the Mom Owned and Operated Podcast, the podcast about moms and for moms, where we have candid conversations about running a business, raising a family, and remembering ourselves. I'm your host, Rita Suzanne, a single mom of four, digital strategist, and provider of no-nonsense business strategies and tactics. Good morning. Uh, This is Mom Owned and Operated. I'm Rita Suzanne, and today I have my friend Sue. Sue, I'm so excited to meet with you and learn all about you and how you're running a business, raising your family, and remembering yourself. So please tell us all about you and your family and your business. Hello. Okay. So, of course, my name is Sue. Um, I am a stay at home mom to four. I've got a six year old a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and then um, a four-month-old who's actually here with us, joining us on this podcast episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually have two businesses. My first business, I started in the summer of 2019, which is a um, charcuterie, like a grazing table business. So essentially Mm -hmm. it's catering. That's what I would um, explain to people. And then my second business, I actually had to stop the catering business last year, of course, because of the pandemic, there weren't any events going on. So it just made sense to kind of put that on pause. Um, But in the summer of last year in 2020, so July, I decided to um, start a social media marketing business just because during the pandemic, um, well, of course, when it started, so many of my mom friends were coming to me asking me about social media and how they can start their own business online as well. Um, Just because, of course, no more brick and mortar locations. Um, So that's kind of how I got into social media marketing and teaching other moms. I just found that through, you know, the past five, six years of learning myself, I had gained this expertise and knowledge that I didn't even know I had. So that's currently what I do. Um, And my business is called Get Social with Sue because um, I love it. First of all, empowering other moms to pursue their passions of, you know, becoming entrepreneurs. And then secondly, I love teaching them about social media because I feel like as moms, we do want to be at home. whether that's full-time or part-time, but we do also want to, you know, start a business. And I find that social media is the best free tool out there to just get your business started. So I'm really passionate about empowering moms to start their own business, but also giving them the tools and education to do that. I love that because I, I, as a service provider, I think one of the hardest things that we find is like marketing, right? It's, it's the marketing is the hardest part because you're promoting yourself. And maybe as a service provider, you're used to like being in the behind the scenes. And so having someone to help you who can really like get your voice or even train you on how to come out there and, and um, speak to other people without, uh, I guess, you know, I guess while maintaining your brand is one of the hardest things you can do. So I love seeing um, people come in and, and take over that because it's been my biggest, hmm, I don't know, I, I know how to do it. It's just the consistency. And so having someone help me is the most important part because the inconsistency. So I love that you're doing that. I love that you're empowering other moms. Um, since you have four children and they're so young, can you tell us like what an average day looks like you? I know that they change, but what does a typical day look like for you? Um, we, I am usually up around between like 5.30 and 6.30. I feel like it usually depends how the night goes with the 
four month olds. Um, but usually 530, 6:30, I'm up and they don't really get up until about 730 or eight. So I really use that time to, um, the first thing I focus on is really just me mm-hmm. and something I called priming is what I learned from like Tony Robbins. It kind of just gets mm-hmm. me into like a way better headspace and mental space because, um, I feel like oftentimes a lot of moms, when I say you, you should try to wake up before your kids, mm-hmm. um, even if it's 30 minutes, I feel like they often think it's to work, but really it's actually to get yourself into a better state. Because if you just think about it, I don't think anybody wants to wake up to hangry kids, you know, like mm-hmm. screaming at you, mom, I need milk, mom, I need food. And that's what I found. That was my reasoning for getting up early, not to work, but to really like, fill myself up because I just found like I was so cranky if I I always was like I'm gonna hit snooze and hit snooze and mm-hmm. wake up when my kids wake up or like my kids are my alarm and you know I did that for so long and I know so many moms do that but um again I just found that the you know the pain of it was you know more than the pleasure of sleeping in for an extra 10 minutes and so right. I really try to wake up uh, just a little bit earlier than they do get my you know headspace um, ready for the day, start with gratitude, journaling. I feel like all the cliche things that they tell you Mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what I try to do. And then I hydrate. And then I, um, if I have time before the kids wake up, then I do my top three for work. So I've already, well, actually first I plan the day. So I kind of write out, um, you know, what appointments I have for the day, Mm -hmm. um, my daughter's school, if we have to, you know, run errands. So I kind of plan the day for me, planning hour by hour works well before I did do block scheduling. So I do recommend that everyone try out block scheduling or hour by hour, whatever is going to work for um, you best. But I think the number one key to any planning is really prioritizing, knowing and understanding what to do and when to do it. And really also prioritizing what is actually going to move your business forward. Oftentimes we get caught up in just like doing, doing, doing. And then at the end of the day, or even at the end of the month, we find out our business has not moved forward because we just sort of kept ourselves busy with all of these little tasks that we didn't really need to do. So really make sure your prioritizing tasks are going to move your business forward. Um, And so all my work is kind of done before um, the kids wake up. And this doesn't mean I completed everything. I'm just saying um, I try to focus on working before the kids wake up. And for me personally, this is because I want to be as present as possible um, with them during the day. And I feel like that is the ultimate goal to be as present and be more present with our kids while having a business as possible. And so at the beginning of my business, I was working like literally all day, any like 15 minute I could. Um, But again, I just found for me personally, that that was kind of counterproductive of what I really wanted Mm -hmm. was to be present with my kids. And so what I've done now is just, um, you know, my daughter will do breakfast at eight o'clock, we'll clean up at 830, nine o'clock, my daughter has school, I usually set my live trainings or any live Q and A's at nine o'clock because at least one of them is occupied. And usually the two month old takes a nap around eight 30 or nine. And so at least I have two occupied and the other two, I can occupy a different way while I'm doing my lives at nine o'clock. So that's also where I fit in another like work task or work item. And then, um, after her school is done, usually about 11, we already do, it's already lunchtime. And then we do cleanup time and then we'll do a little bit of, um, homework. She's only in kindergarten, but I I feel like they have a lot of homework. Like, I was going to say, of, is she in, um, is she in actual school or are you homeschooling? No, she's, she's, but yeah, she's, she's at like home. virtual schooling. Yeah. She's virtual schooling. And it's just a lot of coloring. It's a lot of coloring. And so I feel like it just takes a lot of time and 
I mean, I'm not, I don't have to sit there and color with her, but it's just a lot of like, stay focused and you have mm-hmm. to color this and you have to color that. And yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of coloring. Um, and so, yeah, we do that. I feel like that's usually around one or two o'clock. And then, mm-hmm. um, so as you can tell, the whole day is pretty much filled with the kids and that's totally reasonable. Um, if, and then after that, it's kind of more independent playtime. So if they're playing and I see that they're all playing well together, then I'll go to my iPad and I'll just create content mm-hmm. or I'll reply to emails, um, things like that. Um, and then it's already like three thirty or four o'clock. We're already prepping for dinner. And I usually leave um, about an hour to prep for dinner, even if it doesn't take that long, because I'm finding that as my kids are growing up, they want to be more a part of making dinner. Right. And so I really have to give myself a lot of grace and them a lot of grace and patience. And so mm-hmm. before I would just be like, no, you guys are watching TV. I'm going to make dinner in 30 minutes and then be done. But right. now I'm like, oh, it's kind of, you know, it's not very good for them growing up if I'm always like, no, no, no. So I've blocked out an entire hour so that they can help me. And the cooking process is very slow. But at mm-hmm. least I feel like this is a chance for us to be more present with our kids and teach our kids something. So for me, that's what I found. So usually like between three 30 and four 30 is when we make dinner and then we'll spend another hour eating dinner because Mm -hmm. you know, kids take a long time. Yep. So then that's already like five 30. And then we already started bedtime routine. It's so crazy how fast the day goes, but yeah, Mm five 30 to six 30 is our bedtime routine. We'll do brushing teeth, bath, books, bedtime mm-hmm. so they're all usually in bed by 6 30 or 7 wow. so that's really nice and then I try to do like a 15 minute pickup and then get into my, like my bedtime routine of mm-hmm. really just like shutting down so that I can get like a very good night's sleep right. if I do have to catch up on something um then I will do it at that time like right after they go to bed just so I can be off of the screen mm-hmm. as soon as possible if that makes sense so that my brain is um not I guess yeah, preoccupied right yeah. you're yeah, yeah it helps you to like go to sleep years. better right yeah exactly so if I do have to do any work on the computer or on my iPad or my phone then I'm trying to do that as soon as possible after the kids go to bed mm-hmm. um and yeah I feel like that's that's worked very well for me and something I do want to know is I used to actually work in the evenings at nighttime a lot. So I usually mm-hmm. around eight o'clock when I'm ready for bed, then I'll work until like 12 or one o'clock in the morning. Right. And then I'll sleep because I'm like, I have to wake up anyway, you know, like <laughs> I'm going to have to wake up. It's not like if I stay up, then I can sleep in. No, I have to wake up anyway. So I might as well just stay up and work. Um, but something that I learned was your sleep before 12 PM is a lot more um, I don't know what it is. It's more beneficial for your body than your mm-hmm. sleep is after 12 or midnight. Um, and so I don't know if that's true or not. That's what I heard. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to sleep before 12. And if I have to wake up earlier, like four or five, then that's better versus going to sleep late and waking up late. So that's yeah. what I found. So that's I feel, like, I feel like it, you have to like figure out what works for you, right? Like if you like some people are like early risers, they like to get up at five o'clock and work. I'm like you, I would wait until my kids go to bed and then I'll do work, you know? So it, it and then I will stay up until 11, around 11. It depends on how tired I am, you know, but probably 11, 12. I mean, I've 
gone way later, but of course my kids are way older <laughs> than yours, but I still have to get, my youngest son has epilepsy. So I still have to get up at um, a certain time to give him his medication. So, you know, it's like always this uh, deadline of you are not sleeping in, like that's not even going to happen. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's like, you have to find what works for you. And sometimes staying up to finish a project is, you know, just what you have to do. So are you in your business, are you teaching other people how to do their own or are you like assisting them and doing it for them or both? Yeah, no, I actually teach people. I really focus on teaching. So um, I'm not a social media manager because managers, mm -hmm. they actually create the content it, for you, right. they schedule it for you. Yeah, they do it for you. So I'm really more of a, I like to call it strategist because I really mm -hmm. want to focus on helping you create a strategy for yourself and then teaching you how to do that. So um, essentially I teach people how to clarify their niche and really, really niche down, identify the ideal client, um, create their content pillar, their caption pillars, um, as well as their photo categories so that mm -hmm. you have all of the pieces in line to create your content, uh, your social media marketing strategy. I so that. I really help teach people that. Yeah, I love that because, you know, and it helps them to, like I was saying earlier, like capture their own voice versus somebody else getting there. Like, I don't ever really like other people doing my social media. Like you can schedule it for me, but I want to be the one who writes it. And I do want to be the one to create my images, but that's the designer in me is the images part, but you know, like I want to be able to do it so that I feel like, so everybody can recognize it's me. You know, like if somebody exactly. was writing my, my stuff for me, it wouldn't feel, it wouldn't feel genuine to me. I hate, uh, you know, but yeah. No. And, and a lot of like moms that I work with, they are new to their business as well. And so when you're just starting out, it's also hard to find your authenticity. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's very important to be creating the content yourself so that um, later down the road, you actually know where you're doing. And if you do decide to bring somebody on, you can be very clear with your brand and your messaging mm -hmm. and then also understand your insights and your metrics and make sure that they're doing their job the correct right. way. Because mm -hmm. yeah. you don't want to bring somebody on and then you just, you don't know what you're doing. So then you don't know how to measure how to make them. Know, their <laughs> capabilities and stuff like that. Well, yeah. that's true. Right. If you don't, if you don't even know like what metrics, like you're saying to even measure, how do you know that they're doing what they're supposed to do? How do you know you're getting an ROI on your investment in exactly. service? So I think that's great. Um, you know, we could talk social media all day. I'm yeah. <laughs> But I love that you're teaching people because, you know, that's more important than, you know, um, anything because it helps them in the long term, especially for new business owners, because as you mentioned, they're going to pivot and, you know, and grow as they're in change. And, and I hate when, you know, everybody thinks like, oh, I need this, this brand that's going to stay with me forever. It's not, it's going to change as you change and as exactly. you grow in your business. Um, so before you started your first business, what were you, what was your previous job before that? Um, I guess before I was a stay, became a stay at home mom, I was actually in the restaurant industry. I had a very huge goal of owning my own restaurant someday. And I hope that still comes true. You know, I love food. And so what I was doing before was actually, um, I worked at Benihana. Um, I don't know oh, if you no. know that. I, do. I know it. I used to live yeah, in Yeah. It's like teppanyaki <laughs> with a cook on the grills. And so I actually was a server, a bartender, and a chef um, oh, nice. at Benihana. And so yeah. that's what I was doing all three of those. And then I transitioned okay. into management. I did that for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And then um, after that, I 
left to start up a gastro pub in um, another part of um, Southern California for my friend. He opened up a restaurant and then I went back to work at the place that um, I went to manage at the place that my husband and I got married at. And so basically my whole life was just restaurant mm, right. up until, yeah, as soon as I was, I think I was eight months, like seven or eight months pregnant. Then I left the restaurant industry um, to have my baby, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like six years ago. And then, yeah, I've been a stay-at-home mom since. I love that. So because of the restaurant and you're, you're wanting to like promote yourself on social media, that's how you got so into it. And then, like you mentioned, because of the pandemic, you had to figure out like, how am I going to pivot and make something that's going to work for me and my family? I absolutely think that that's the best thing. A lot of people did such a good job pivoting and finding other things that will work for them during the pandemic, which is, you know, has been so important. Um, so I love that you said that you prime and that's like the journaling and all of that stuff and, and, you know, and keeping yourself, you know, focused. And I think that that's good. I've never heard anybody call it that. It's usually like, Oh, morning routine, this and morning routine that, um, but it's the same thing. Um, so since you have the babies up and everything, and I don't want to like take too much of your time, can you tell us like where we could find you online? Sure. You can definitely find me on Instagram. I feel like that's where I'm the most active, especially in my stories. I share kind of like day to day. Um, but you can find me there at get social with Sue, but it's going to be Sue with an X. So get social with, and then X U E. Um, and then of course I have a free Facebook community as well. You can find that, um, via Instagram as well. All of my links are there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those are the the two places that I'm at, or of the course most. you can just go to my website, which is uh, get social with Sue.com as well. Thank you so much, Sue, for taking the time. And, you know, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for having me on. And there you have it. I want to encourage you to remember that being a mom who runs her own business is not easy. We all struggle, but just keep moving forward and don't forget to make time for yourself. As moms, we are usually the first thing to go to the bottom of the list. If your business is overwhelming you and you need real solutions, not just some sugar-coated suggestions, apply to work with me at readasuzanne.com apply.